Hello, and welcome to the Equiline Podcast. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. And this is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And today we're going to talk about work in progress. And aren't we all? And in fact, we are all a work in progress, as are all our clients, our animals, and even our uh, inanimate objects. If we are moving forward towards our goals, dreams, expectations, one of the things about being a work in progress is that it's an ever, ever, ever moving flow. And with that, it's the idea that what is one step that you can make to get better, to provide better, and to make a difference in the moment? Because you can always find more to be done. You can always find, let's fine tune this a little bit more. Let's make this a little bit better. Let's do a little better job. Let's get to the bottom of some of these little things that are holding us back or holding our animals back. And, and when you really dive deep into that stuff, it's amazing what you can come up with thought-wise. I learn lessons from my clients all the time when you have people who are so good and it's never good enough, but that doesn't mean they don't celebrate the victories. They're just always looking at themselves and their equine and canine partners as works in progress. And that means... What can I do to take a hundredth of a second off? What can I do to be more efficient? What can I do to be more effective? How can I enjoy the process more? Because one thing we know, when there is a learning curve going on, often there is a uh, lack of being present in the moment. The dog is trying to make sure that you are present here with us in the moment because uh, this particular barking animal in our background believes that her needs are greater than ours. She's a work in progress. Because she is a work in progress. (laughs) And, you know, if you can own that concept that whether today lived up to or exceeded your expectations, how does that fit in to you being able to enjoy the moment. And the more ingrained your efforts are, the more present you can be. You know, think about when you first started driving a car, right? There was so much need to think, you know, well, was it 11 and two? And if you're driving a clutch, it was, how to coordinate two feet to behave like three, and when do you shift, and how do you listen to the engine to understand all of the nuances. And then, for those of you out there who apply makeup while driving, uh, you know that you can have so much that goes automatically that you can absolutely add, I don't recommend it, by the way, Uh, you can add to what you're doing because so much has been ingrained in your brain. So as you become a better worker in progress, you're able to add more skills. Yeah. And just to say something is a work in progress means that that you may have a destination, but you're not there. So there's, yeah, yeah, you're, and you're not going to get completely there all the time. So you're going to find there's steps that you can take along the way that one, 
prevent you from going backwards when you don't want to go backwards. And there's things that you can do to keep things moving forward. My, my favorite is I love the riders that, that go, look, the horse is doing great, but it's still doing a little bit of this, or it's still doing a little bit of that. So it just, because I know that they're working on that horse to make, their, they're doing a work in progress too. They're riding the, that horse the best they can, but they find these little things that the horse is still doing, and they can inform me about those little tidbits of information. And that gives me an opportunity to look deeper into, okay, it was doing that before, it's doing it less. What can we do to improve this and make this better? And how do you map your progress? Because when we say work in progress, why don't we just isolate the word progress for a minute? Because there's so many positive connotations with just saying, I'm progressing. You know, what progress have you made? How can you pat yourself on the back for where you are based on the progress you have made? And I'll tell you some of my best progressions have come from, go, whoop, won't do that again, won't do that again, as opposed to beating yourself up or, or you know, condemning yourself for choices. What progress did that allow you to make? Being a work in progress, is all about excellence and moving towards and learning from. So a lot of this is about perspective, and it's also about accountability. What do you do to hold yourself accountable to what is positive, what you have learned, and how far you have come? Yeah, because there's, yeah, there's always more to, that you can find to do. It's how you're measuring your outcomes that give you an idea on where to go. Because when you get too far, how should I say it? When you, when you lose sight of what you really want, you can find yourself getting yourself diverted off into pathways that aren't efficient for you. Or even anywhere near where you want to go. <laughs> and, and if any of you have driven to um, an old destination because you forgot where you were going, we do this to ourselves in bigger life choices. And, you know, if, if you can really credit yourself for the steps you've taken on the path for excellence whether you are choosing to have your dog jump up on the couch, be careful what you wish for. Uh, you may then wish they hadn't been fixed so well. Or you want to move up from meter 30 to Grand Prix. Or you want to go from pre-St. George up. Or you, wherever it is, you want your older dog to be able to accompany you on a walk. All of your desires for improvement happen by you actually seeing where are you now? What is your starting point? Has, has the steps you've taken moved you towards, as Dave said, the, the goal that you actually want, or have you successfully gone elsewhere? And you can blame your brain for this because the brain <laughs> likes repetitive patterns. It likes a repetitive pathway. You've built a great neurological pathway for doing 
brushing your teeth, things you don't have to think about. It's a repetitive motion that you just naturally fall into and you just do it. Just like Wendy said, sometimes you end up driving to someplace you used to go all the time because you forgot where you're going because the brain likes that easy repetition. It's when you have to divert off that repetitive pathway to think of new things, it takes more brain energy. And, and it's exhausting. And it's exhausting. So your brain would rather go this way because it's easier, faster, and more efficient, even though it may not be right. So you have to stop, sit back, think about it for a minute, and go in a different direction. Yeah, yeah. Um, a parent screaming, don't hit your sister, while smacking you upside the head might not be the best learning tool. And yet, it's, it's um, something that many of us have wanted to do whether we've fulfilled that or not you know and this and the same thing is when an animal misbehaves or behaves differently than you wanted it to even if you were the one who instigated it the default may be to yank on them smack them whirl them around do something to add to the never negative experience if you can breathe and calm down and look where you can say, wow, we're a work in progress. How am I best gonna progress? How am I gonna safely progress to the next step? May take a lot of deep breaths and a lot of putting your own brakes on so that you behave in a way that's most effective for the desire you want. And a lot of times it is calling in people for advice. I did that this morning. I, I had stinky water syndrome, and I knew that there are people I trust to answer the question who are not the people who could solve it. And, you know, sometimes the people who can give us our best advice for whatever we want aren't necessarily the people who have the... Uh, skills or the desire to be the one who fixes it. But asking for advice is part of your progression. Being humble without feeling that you're inferior. To be able to respect that someone else knows more than you do about a certain thing does not make them better, smarter about all things. So how can you allow yourself to take in data in, in a very controlled and a very specific way to enable you to work in progress even better. Yeah, because the strongest thing is to be able to say is I don't know, but I can find out. <laughs> I yes. will look to find out. And if I can't find out, I will find someone else who can find out. So looking outside the box definitely helps out too. Again, breaking patterns. You know, it's all about, we talked the other day about pattern interrupts. And this is, you know, sometimes... To progress, you need to pattern interrupt. You need to not do the pattern you've been doing because the pattern you've been doing has gotten you this far, but it's not getting you far enough. So what are you going to change? What are you going to do different? How are you going to do it differently? And how are you going to find those answers? And for so many of us, if we've invested in something that doesn't work, it's really hard to give that up because, ooh, that bruises your ego so bad. I already bought that course, so I'm going to do that method. No, what you learned was an effective way to understand that that's not you. That's not the way you want to do. That's not the discipline you want to ride in. That's not the 
technique you want to explore with your creature. You have choices and you are evolving. And being a work in process has to do with honoring that evolution. And um, I guarantee you there's a lot of satisfaction in allowing yourself to make another choice. And, you know, I find myself often saying that to um, my dogs now that my uh, human offspring are grown. That's an interesting thing. How about make another choice and don't pick your uh, sibling up by the head? You know, there's a lot of ways that we want to further our education. And um, asking for help is a huge one. And sometimes the most difficult one. Because you, you think you should have all the answers. You should think you'd be able to do it all by yourself. But you know what? You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to be a loner. You can get out there and find people that will help you make that work in progress continue. Yes. And sometimes what I find really interesting is knowing when to stop. Because being a work in progress... And you're, even if you're incredibly successful, if it's not where you want to be, knowing when you can say, I've had enough of this, and knowing that that is not um, getting you, as Dave said, you can be successfully going somewhere. What if you just decided that's not where you want to go? What if you decided that's not the discipline you want to compete in? What if you decided that you'd rather be doing something else? When you're a work in progress, honor the fact that you are allowed to change your mind And as one of my favorite books written back in the early 80s was Change Your Mind and Keep the Change. So as we delve further into this new year of 2024, we invite you to explore your work in progress, ask for help, and have as much fun as you possibly can so that we can spread some joy out there in the world. This is Dr. Wendy Corin. This is Dr. Dave Lundquist. And this has been an Equiline podcast.